0: All right. Welcome to Again, the Goods Podcast Show. It's a show we talk about music, sex, sports, entertainment, everything in between. Um, you're now listening to your host, DJ. Um, my partner, E, he's not in today. So uh, we're still going to get a lot in. Um, and as always, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iTunes Desktop. Um, today we got my partner from San Diego. Um, he's a rapper slash musician. Uh he has tapes uh like Make America Player Again, volume one. He got We Are Who We Are, we got We All We Got, Volume One, and we got the CEO Bro Commander. Those are some of his uh tapes. So let me introduce uh, Joey Joe Fresco. How you doing, bro? Shit, sure, I'm good, man. How are you? Man? I'm doing good, man. It's it's a, uh, uh, you know, we we had talked about us doing an episode together, so you know, I had to lock you in, cause now you know, you know what I mean, you you wanted to you you wanted the coolest ones out there, so had to, <laughs> <laughs> had to get a lot done, bro.
1: No, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, we've we, we've been talking about it, we've been talking about it for a minute, so I'm glad we were able to find some time to get it done.
0: Okay, yeah, for sure. So, for the ones who's on who've been under a rock, why don't you introduce yourself? Who's um who's Joe Fresco? Uh, I am.
1: I am a hip hop artist uh, from San Jose, California, Bay Area and um they doing my thing for a while now um and um yeah probably, probably, probably people are finally starting to wake up probably starting to catch a buzz i've been at it for a while and it's crazy because uh i was at the point where i was like ah i'm probably just gonna give it up you know what i mean yeah and uh you know god his sense of humor is the best because tell me your plans and he starts laughing at you. You know, I was like, <laughs> I'm about to just give it up. You know, I'm just uh do some other things. And right on the time I felt like giving it up is the time I started catching fire. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that's
0: how it's been going. Yeah, it's, it's always, you know, sometimes you feel like giving up, but you know, you just gotta keep faith. And you know, it's always that one, that one um that one situation that turns you around and, and you be like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep my foot on it. So, you know, I uh and I've been listening to you for like a while. So you know I, I I I thought about the same thing. I'm like why isn't this dude catching the buzz yet? But you know um you know down here I've been supporting you and you know people been asking me like who's that who's that you listening to I'm like that's uh that's a dude from like over the West Coast. And I, I gave him your i gave him your social media and all that so you know i'm, I'm we, we you know i've been trying to keep you alive over here man
1: thank you I, I i truly truly truly
0: appreciate it truly no problem man so what what first what what first got you into music
1: um my parents you know I'm 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 og now so you know um I was around when, you know, the records were in the crates and things of that nature. So my my parents were big on music. They had crates and crates of records. OJs, stylistics, temptations, Manhattans, Commodores, you name it, you know? Yeah. And so um, when I was coming up, I came up off of uh, pretty much R&B and soul music. Okay. And um, <clears throat> the first tape I ever bought with my own money was LL Cool J walking with the Panther. So I guess I'm telling my age. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the first tape I ever bought with my own money was LL Cool J walking with the Panther, and uh, that's when I kind of got new, really got the rap. Uh, Bobby Brown made me want to be an entertainer. Um, too short. A player, okay. Too short was the first cat that was talking off. Just you know, I'm, I'm just being cool and I'm fucking with hoes and I'm hanging out of motherfucking drop top Cadillacs and you know smoking weed and fucking bitches and I was like, that's the life I want to live. You know so, <laughs> so uh, too short definitely. Um, too short definitely. I patterned my I patterned my whole shit with too short to keep on having it. And then RBL posse out of the Bay Area is who made me wanna rap because uh they um they albums was just so dope and I was like I was like I'm gonna make some funky ass shit like this like too sure maybe wanna be a player just like you know I just wanna fuck with rods be cool just be that cool nigga not fighting not, not you know I just wanna be that cool nigga that's just round some bras and we sipping and we smoking <laughs> we chilling yeah. but RBL Posse made me wanna rap. Like man this shit is dope what they doing and so yeah um that's how I got started that's the quick version
0: yeah yeah for sure so like yeah because over there like on the west coast too short is the west coast like eight ball and mjg is like over here or you got three six mafia you know um because what what first got me into music like i'm just a music head like i my like my pops his his first (laughs) I, I, the first the, the first tape he ever let, let me listen to was like outcast and then okay you know from outcast to eight ball MJZ, and then um no limit so yeah. i'm just a music head too so i understand where you're coming from so yeah most definitely
1: yeah you know how I many people you know who became friends of music. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But,
0: but, most of the dudes I know, like we, like we just come, we, we we become friends off of music. Like, okay, you know this, and oh, you know this. So I I, I already know what 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 a what, what what year what you was born in and, and stuff like that. So you know, yeah. Because I'm I'm a '91 baby, so okay, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you 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 cut from the last. Cut, I, I I call that years the last. That's the last. That's the last of the last of the last of the real niggas. Exactly. <laughs> that's the last of the last. That's the last residue. I'm talking about the residue of the real niggas. Exactly. The early '90s. That's the last. Uh, every, anything past that is so so You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, you 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 come from the last, last, last of a cloth that's no longer, that's indistinct.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, like, like coming from the West Coast, what are some of your favorite artists over there? Like, I know it's, I know, oh, one, man. I know one is too short, but name some other ones for me.
1: I mean, you can't be from the Bay without, you know, paying major, major respect to you, 40. Like that's like being from LA and not fucking with Snoop. Or like you said, that's not that's like being from the South and not fucking with with, with, with outcasts. You know what I'm mean? like? You have yeah. to pay your respects to E40. And you know, as from the Bay Area, you also there's three, there's three people that you gotta pay respects to in the Bay, period. Too short, E40, and Mac Dre. So like you have to. Like it's just you're niggas 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 are getting ready to fist fight you. From you, you the day and you don't fuck with him, like what? Like, you, you weird, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> you uh <laughs> so, like, of course, uh, too short, 40, um, um, Max and then I spent a lot of time in LA, and uh, Snoop was very instrumental in my life, too, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, I remember I used to call girls and uh, crank call them, and just like, yeah. Even like Joe? they're like, nah, nah, This DJ he's a dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so um, Snoop is very instrumental in my life. Um, Dog Pound, uh, of course, Q. You know, the whole NWA faculty. Uh, it's, it's it's so it's so many, man. Um, um, there's a lot of youngsters doing their thing out here too. Um, Sob RBE, they was really doing their thing for a minute till they broke up. Yeah. Um but you know, um, you know, my, my guy, my guy Gaza, my label mate, my, you know, he's he's out of Seattle, but that's West Coast. Okay, he's doing his thing. Um, yeah, there's there's there's, there's so many, man. Get low players are from Fresco. Larry Jones holding the torch for all playerism He's fresh out the bay. Uh Jay Worthy, you know, like it's just yeah, Mitchie Slick. There's there's so many, man. So many.
0: Okay. All right. So speaking of Anthony Downs, let's talk Anthony and Downs How um how did y'all how did y'all become like label mates? Was this was this like something that happened this year or was it?
1: Happened a couple years ago. Um
0: okay.
1: so I was in a group called Clicker Brothers and uh they got we got disbanded. Uh one of the members went to jail. Um another one just was going through some family shit and said he can't do it no more. So I became a free agent. And so I was like, okay, I'm sitting on this music. I was working on a tape and uh, I had a bunch of DJ Fresh songs. And so I was like, hmm, I was like, maybe I could holler at Fresh and maybe like try to see if I can fuck with Livewire, like Jay Stallone and them, Because, you know, like I kind of make similar music. You know, I got a lot of DJ Fresh beats. And, um, so I was gonna I was gonna try to approach Livewire. And uh, one day I was uh, looking on YouTube. I'm, I'm always looking on YouTube, listening for beats and uh, just checking out things, and I came across uh, Anthony Danza. And uh, you know I, I liked the style, like he had a, like you know, like the real retro vibe, yeah. this clean drop top BMW, like on like I was like, I was like, man, this kind of clean. <laughs> so I talked to my I talked to my cousin, my cousin Prince. I said, Hey you heard of a cat named Anthony Danza? And uh, my cousin Prince, he used to live in Portland. So he was like, yeah, actually, I have. He's like, I think homeboy's from Seattle. You know? So I was like, oh, OK. So I was like, yeah, I kind of I ran across him on YouTube. I, I liked his style. And so uh, I followed him. But, you know, I never said that wrong. So about a couple of months go past, uh, he put up a post and He said, hey, I'm looking for records for uh, my, my uh, soundtrack I'm going to put out called The Nickel. And I just knew he was going to fuck with me. Like, I wasn't being over cocky and i like that. I was just like, we make kind of similar music. to my, my you know, DJ Fresh, he definitely he's like he has that retro, you know, the retro drums with a with a nice sample, or even if he plays the bass, but he always uses like some eighty type drums. So I was like, I know he's gonna fool with me because we make similar music. Yeah. So I sent him a record called Mackin Ain't Dead, produced by DJ Fresh. And um I'm almost about a month but passed, so I was like, ah, maybe maybe he didn't, maybe he's not fucking with it, you know what I mean, and I just went all about my business, and one day I got an email, and um, it was from Proof I Have Records, and I was like, yo, like, I like this, like, I, I want to use it, like, you know what I'm saying, and I was like, oh, for sure, thank you, I, you know, appreciate it, so we kind of started talking a little bit, you know, he's like, you know, what you got going on, and what you doing, and, you know, he told me, like, you know, I used to be in the Bay, I used to you know, produced for Messy Marv. I was like, oh, oh word. I did a song with Messy Marv. So we kind of just started talking a little bit, but it wasn't too much. Right. Mm -hmm. So the nickel comes out, the project comes out and he, he got hitters on there. Like, you know, he's got, um, Joey fats, he got himself. He's got, uh, AJ snow. He's got, he's got some hitters on there. Right. Yeah. And what was crazy is that he started getting messages because he would tag me. And, and niggas was like yo yo we liking this we liking the nickel we liking the nickel but this song mac and ain't dead is the one <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> so, so so about a few people hit him like yo this this record mac and ain't dead this record mac and ain't dead so that's gonna make anybody take notice he's so then like after that he started hitting me a little bit more like like what you really got going you know what I mean so like so now he's like taking me a little more serious like Okay, these, these these niggas is fucking with you. So like what what, what are you doing? Like we're like, what you really doing? And so I'm like, you know, I worked on this project and I was like, you know, um, I'm gonna put out this project called uh Make America Player Again. And I was like, I got a I think I got a record for you. And it was like a 80 like an sample. And he was he was feeling it, he was like, Yeah, yeah, I'll fuck with it. Yeah. And it, he was like, um I actually gotta go to Houston for a show, but I'm gonna be doing a layover in Vegas. And I had just moved to Vegas, because uh, when we first were talking, I was still living in L.A., but, like, like, about a month later, I moved to Vegas. And so I was like, well, hell, shit, if you, you know, if you're gonna have a layover, let's do something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll set up some studio time, let's you know, let's do something. And so, like, two days before he was coming to Vegas, I sent him um, the beat for Chip Biz. And he was like, nigga, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like the first one, like, the first one you sent me was cool, i fuck with it, but, like, this one, yo! You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> That nigga uh he was like, nigga, la I I wanna fuck with this. so I said, All right, Ben, well then I'm gonna set up a studio appointment. I'll just have like a cameraman come and I'll have a couple rods come through and we'll just do a video, we'll just make a video out of it. And he was like, All right, Ben. And so he's such a real nigga because he's never met me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I could have been on some some nut, I could have been on some shit, some weirdo shit. You know what I mean? I could have pulled up old niggas deep and And we could have been weird, but it was just me and him. You know, the love was genuine. Of course, he's filling me out, but it was like it was genuine love. Like, like, like when he says on the song, like, we didn't force the violin, we really did. It was just like I picked him up, like, yo, okay, he threw his bag in there. Um, I had the the cameraman and the girls, we just studio, I, I got a plush ass studio, and um, yeah, so um, during that studio session. We we did two records and we recorded it, so we like we made a video out of it, and that was uh how Chick Biz came about, and that's you know one of my biggest records to date. Um, it was it was such a good time. The girls was cool. The cameraman caught all the dope angles, and like his eye is so good because like I've been watching his videos. I was like you know plus I was I was perk and I was up the champagne, <laughs> so, so I was like I was like yo I was like you had like. I, I trust you, you know. I trust your. I trust your vision. Like, even though I don't even know you like that, based on your videos. I trust your vision. So I was like, you know, like I let you handle it. And he was like, nigga, like this is your fucking video. <laughs> but he was like, I right, like I right, like I bet. Right, and so like, you know, like he was. He would tell the he was telling the cameraman, I right, catch it like this. All right, boom, like, like let's get it like this. Like I I let him handle because there, there 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 there's one there's one little mommy on on her. So I was I was perking off like. I, I did my shit. I was like, I'm trying to see what's on baby right here. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so he um, so um, yeah, he handled everything and like the video came out dope. People loved the song, like, and then from there we put the song out, you know, and then people were like yo, you guys sound good together, yada yada yada. And so um he shot, he was working on the project called New Jack Danza. And he was like, all right, well, let me shoot you something. <clears throat> and uh, see what you could do with it. He was like, I, I, I don't have a direction for it. I heard it and I instantly, because you know, New Jack Danza is like a very 80s, you know, playoff mm-hmm. New Jack City. Yeah. So it's was like, when I heard it, I was like, you know what? I hear Guy and I hear Bobby Brown too. I hear both of them because, you know, it's supposed to be like the New Jack Swing type of vibe. Uh-huh. And so I was like, all right, bitch, shoot it to me. So he shouted it to me. I probably vibe to it for about a day laid it down, laid down my hook, I laid down the hook and the verse, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with this. You know what I mean? And so, like, he put it out, and so, like, we just been vibing ever since, and I was like, you know what? Man, I'm a free agent. I think I should just, I, I like what you got going, and you know, I know how much you, I know how much the proof of that brand means to you, and so, like, I'll represent him right, you know? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, you know, a lot of niggas want to be down with Proof of, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, I'm, I'm gonna take a chance on you. And uh, I don't think neither one of us has regretted it since. Like, we've we made some dope records. Like, I, you know, I, when I dropped Mappa, it was very well received. And um, yeah, like, we just we've we, now, now we talk all the time at least, at least once or twice a week, you know. So it's been good, it's been really good.
0: Okay. That, that's what I like to hear, man. Like just shit happening organic. Like I just I love hearing niggas like talk about how they, you know, how they met each other and shit like that. So, you know, um, that's good for y'all, yeah. bro. Cause y'all y'all do got a good sound. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. And um as far as like proof of, like, are y'all is it only just you and him or is y'all thinking of signing more artists or
1: um I think there's another cat named A B out of Houston. I think I think he's down with the clip. And uh, I know he I know he's looking at a few other people. Um I have I have a couple people myself that I'm campaigning for for him to really uh take a look into. So we've started that process. Like there's a couple people uh that I'm like, you know, I think that for what we do, I think they would fit and so like you know he's he's the type he wants to sit back and he wants to see you hustle mm-hmm. and then after you hustle it's like okay you know it, it, anybody that has, that, that has shit going on like they can't hold your hand you know what I'm saying Yeah. it's like I want to see that you want it just as much as I want it for you and then if I see that then I, I'll I'll throw my sauce on it and so like with me, he already knew like nigga you all you had to do is put me in the game. I'm like Willie Beam and I was ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> so so once he put me in the game, I was like, shit, that, that that's all that's all I needed. So like I think he respects my hustle, like, yo, know, like I ain't gotta do too much with fresco. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we talk a little bit and he'll you know, you know, he'll tell me to make sure that my quality control is on point. Like, you know, like proof has proof has a certain sound where the shit gotta be top notch. But as far as like me sitting around waiting for him to nah like once once the nickel came out like I started networking with everybody on the on that project and I am cool with them till now and like I from networking for new cats within then project I started meeting other people so like I just hit the ground running so it's like okay I ain't gonna do much fresco plus I came I'm like Drake they they found me like this I was ready you know what I mean like like when <laughs> like, 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 like when they found me like he found me off DJ Fresh Beats. You know what I mean? So like I I was ready. Yeah. I just need this I just needed somebody to put me in the game. And so once he
0: did that, it was on. There it is, man. Hey, well, hey congratulations on on that on that on that label deal, you know. I Thank hope, you, you know, I, um I hope you and Danza have many accomplishments. And you know achievements in the future, cause y'all, Danza is a smooth ass nigga. You a smooth yeah. ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, and, you know <laughs> y'all together is like bread and butter. So
1: yeah, that's that's what we've been hearing. That's what we've been hearing. We got a we got a few more records. Like um, he's got a, a tonight show coming out with DJ Fresh. Uh, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll hear me on that. He's got his uh. He's got his uh we got plays to make volume one. You'll hear me on that. I'm working on map of two. You'll hear him on that. You know, so we just uh okay. we just uh, <laughs> we 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 in motion. We in motion, man. We in motion. Okay. You guys gonna hear you guys gonna hear a few people on map two. Um on map of one, I thought I was gonna make it a double CD. I ended up but I ended up cutting down to 14 records, but on map of two, there's no way in hell. I'm gonna get it under 20 records. Like I really, I really could hit y'all with 40 records if I wanted to, but I'm gonna try to get it to like 20 to 21. But there's no way in hell I, I can get it under 20. It's just, it's just too many good records. Like Teflon got like 10 records that are just man. DJ Fresh got about six or seven records that are just man, and a couple other people. So it's just like yeah. So it's like the majority of the albums produced by Teflon and DJ Fresh, and then um, I, I got sprinkles of some other people. And, um, yeah, you guys going to hear a couple big names on this project. I don't want to say nothing, but you'll definitely hear the growth from mapa from 1 and map 2. You're going to hear a couple big names on here.
0: Okay. All right. So let's talk. Matter and uh, uh, Since we're talking about DJ Fresh, let's talk about that smooth-ass nigga. <laughs> 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 that boy Fresh has, like, so many good instrumental tapes. I had to say, like my top favorite one is Highway Music. Just like man, it's just it puts you in that mode, like you just, you just, I don't know, man. It, <laughs> I refresh, <laughs> refresh. It's it's unexplainable because I, he, I don't know, man. Well,
1: I've all I've always sold DJ Fresh. I always, I've always said he's the Jay Dilla of the West Coast.
0: I've
1: I've always said that because Dilla, to me, to me, and to other people, but to me, Dilla was the best producer, period, over Dre, over anybody you can think of, to me, Jay Dilla, because he could do it all, he could sample, he could make party music, he could make mob music, he could make smooth music, like, he just, he could do it all, like, he was the producer's producer, like, to this day, people, you always hear, like, Pharrell and, and Timbo, just big players be like, man, I don't know how Jay Dilla got those drums to swing like that. I don't know how he got the sample to sample like that. Like he was a producer's producer. And I think that's what DJ Fresh is. Like, for the samples that he be hearing and he be throwing the right drums behind him, it's just like, yo, like he's a producer's producer. And Mm -hmm. so I've always told him, I was like, nigga, you, you are the Dilla of the West, you're the West Coast Dilla, period. Like the way you the way you sample them, smooth little jazz joints and underground little smooth little little, little little records, and and the way you flip the drums and stuff like yo, like cats is trying to to this day cats are trying to emulate it, but like it's DJ Fresh's style.
0: Nah, you can't, you can't. This that's, that's not untouchable. You can't, you really can't recreate a DJ Fresh beat. That's just bottom line, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, cause his 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 ear for the samples, man, it's like oh, and like you can tell he digs, cause it's like, like you say, you would be hearing highway music or you hear some of the older stuff, like when him and Chase Stalin and Live Wire, just other you know other Tonight Show tapes, you like, damn, that sample is so smooth, I've never heard that before. Like, where'd you hear that at? You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, like like he's uh, he's 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 one of a kind.
0: So, so um, back to you and like back to you and um, I'm mean gonna ask you this: Would would you and Dancer do like a collab tape?
1: Um, people have been requesting it. Um, I could see it happening. <clears throat> I I could probably see it happening. Um, just because we already got so many records that we could put out an EP alone, but. I, I can see it happening. People have been asking about it. Um, and if not, me and him, I could see probably some kind of proof have kind of tape. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if it's not just me and him, it might be like a proof have camp. You know? Okay. So, but it's, it's it's definitely been mentioned by other people. Like, you know, like, you are dancing to do something. So it's, you know, we 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 both working. You know, he's he's got his own legacy. He's trying to he's trying to fulfill. I have my own legacy I'm trying to fulfill, you know, and so I think when the time is right, we will, because people have definitely been asking about it.
0: Okay. All right. So like um I would I would say like my favorite tapes is like like neck and neck, it's gotta be make America player again and we all we got. How was that process like doing, like creating those, um, those tapes?
1: Make America play again. Um, my son is the, um, my son was the motivation behind that tape. Okay. Because you, you see, you see, you see how things are right now in all across the, all across North, North America. It is, it is spread across the world, but North America, and specifically in the black community, where right now we're having a gender war, with you know, a lot of our black men and black women are not seeing eye to eye. And so I'm just like, man, men are the buyers on the market when it comes to women, right? Mm-hmm. Like women control access to sex and access to relationships. Yeah. But men control access to marriage. For the most part, like you, you got you got your off situations where a woman asks a man to marry her, but for the most part, men ask a woman to marry. Her. <clears throat> and so, I'm telling the men. It's it's like we've lost our way, especially like the black. I, and it's, I'm specifically talking about black men, mm-hmm. where once upon a time we used to be lions. Like if you look at some of the, you know, you know, you said you're a '90s baby, so if you look at like some of your your father's friends, it's your father and your great grandfather and, and your grandfather. Like the pictures they took, they was cold, stern face. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <clears throat> Niggas, niggas had strong African features, had big noses, big lips, like you know what, I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> it was cold cats back then. And somewhere along the way, I feel like the black man, the black community has become the hyena. And the reason I say we went for the lion to hyena is because what is the hyena ran by?
0: Do you know? You say what?
1: What is the hyena ran by? Who runs the hyena clan?
0: Uh shit, I would not know, bro. The female. Oh shit. Man, man, man. I the, female, know the female runs
1: the hyena clan.
0: <clears throat> Today you're so like, back in the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And so if you look in our community, black women now run our community. And so now we have all these unrealistic expectations. Now we have our children reading that. worse than they've ever read, like the average black child reads at a fourth grade level. It, things things are not in order. Things are out of order. Mm-hmm. Just just this that's a short short way to put it. Things are out of order. And so what I say. When I say player, I don't mean, you know, like, let's make, make niggas have a bunch of bras again. Because I know niggas that have a bunch of bras and they're not players. You know what I'm mean? like, saying? <laughs> like, they're, like, they're, you know, like, they're handsome, so they so they get women. But if you touch any one of their women, they would kill you. That ain't no player shit. Like, I know them. Like, I know these niggas. They will fight you over. They got about two or three girlfriends. But if you was to ever touch one of their girlfriends, they would try to fight you. Damn, they kill you. I know niggas with one female, but they do player shit. Like, you know, like, hey, she's open to, you know, you know, she's open to other people interacting in our sexual life. Like me and her, we take trips, we're stacking money together, we we doing this, like we, we doing some player shit. So it make America player again is not about saying, okay, brothers, let's go get a bunch of rods. It's about when I when when I when I think of a player, I think when I was coming up, like I said, I go back to two short. Players about being cool, you know, being suave, being smooth. You know, the player used to come through and, you know, if if he was messing with a female she had a son, like, he, hey, how's your grades? Are you doing good in school? Oh, you is? Okay, ha You know, how many age you on your report card? Okay, okay, let me get – you know, he pull out a big wad of cash. Okay, here's $10, 20 30 You know, he counting out the age. You know, that was the player. You know, like, when I was young, I used to go to the liquor store, and I was, you know, young, coming up, broke. There's some players around the way in San Jose that knew me. What's up, Joe? Uh, nigga, I seen you, uh, you know, count a little changes at the counter and shit. Get what you want, man. I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm so not. Nigga, get what you want, man. It's good, man. Okay, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to, I guess I'm going to grab this little <laughs> MGD highlight. Nigga, you know, I thought you don't want that shit. I thought you want that Hennessy. Grab that head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was a player, you know, like, just a cool nigga. Like, this nigga's hella cool. Like, I want to be like him because he's cool. You know, the girls come with being cool, but he's just, you know, he smells good. He dresses good. He looks good. He, he's hes suave. He's finesse. He's smart. He makes money. And that's why I was like, we got to get, America needs to get back to being cool because right now, shit is not cool. Like, right now, everybody wants to drill. Everybody wants to wake up and murder everybody. Like, it, it, you know, everybody wants to just commit crime. And I'm like, we need to get back to our cool shit. So- and... And then secondly, how my son definitely comes into play is because I, I know you can relate right now with these expectations from our from our females in our community. Oh, uh, you know, you meet a girl and the first conversation, you know, you look real good in, in the mall, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad you gave me your number. You know what you got going on right now? Oh I'm just trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay this light bill, like uh right, click, you know. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm you. saying? Like <laughs> Click, you know, because it's like, damn, it's like, I thought you was cool. I, you know, I want to get to know you. We could we have went out and, and had a little small date. If things were better, maybe we could have did, you know, the steak and shit. And they coming out right out the gate. I need to go to Morton's and I need you to pay these bills. And I'm like, my son is young, right? He's, he's, he just turned two. If we don't, if men, if men, if men don't curb this shit, and I'm talking about immediately. What do you think it's going to be like when my son is like Joe or dad, you know, I'm in high school and these girls are, they won't mess with me because I don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year and I'm in high school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 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 so it's like, that's where the shit is heading in 14, 15 years because it's already outrageous now. So if men don't curb this shit, it's just going to get worse. Exactly. And so that was my... That was the whole thought process of how to make America play player again. It's like, we gotta, I'm talking to men, like we gotta get this shit in order because it's out of order right now. And we're seeing the results of it being out of order. Men are more emo- emotional, that they're, they're, they're making more emotional decisions. They're, they're, the, the, the scholar uh, statistics are terrible. We're filling up these jails at a, at a rapid rate. It's because most most of our young black boys are being raised in single mother households. And regardless of what these what, what, what this modern feminism shit is telling you, a woman cannot teach a man how to be a man. Exactly. So that was my thought process behind Make America Player. That's why I had Kevin Sanders on the intro. And by the grace of God, a lot of people <clears> – <throat> A lot of people liked it. And, and that's probably the reason why so many men liked the Kevin Samuels is because they felt like he spoke for them. He spoke for the average man, you know, where right now you got the you got women who – when I was coming up, men, you, you knew in the mirror, okay? Of course you got to be confident. But men, we we know, okay. You know, when I when I when I throw when I throw when I throw this fit on and I and I spray this cologne on and get this haircut, I'm about a seven. You know, I'm not a seven, not a seven and a half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When, when, I, when I cut my hair like this, when I go to this barber and that nigga get me icy, you know, he he get me sharp, crispy, and I throw these jays on with these sneakers with this shirt and this jacket, and these these shades with this with this watch and these earrings, and I throw this and I and I spray this cologne on. Yeah, I'm about a seven, seven and a half. You know, some bras, I'm an eight. You know what I'm saying? But you know, on, on a basic day, I'm about a you know, I'm about a six and a half. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, 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 but men know that we we know where we are, and so when I was coming up, a man who was a six and a half, seven, he might try to overshoot at an eight, but realistically. He was gonna post down with a six and a half, seven. They want the same level, right? Yeah. Like you know, my girl, cool. You know, she got a little acne and shit. You know what I'm saying? Got a little pudge, but when she, well, but when this bitch put on this girl, she put on these motherfucking apple bottom jeans, that's cupping the ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, the titties, and the titties fluffed up, and her motherfucking and her makeup is on, and she high hot comb that hair. Oh, maybe she got a seven and a half, eight. You know I what I'm saying? Damn near double
0: on cover.
1: You know what I mean? Now now when me and this brother is laying, laying here and she in a do and she and, in and a goddamn bun and she's farting shit, by I mean, yeah, she has six and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but when me and her step out, we go to the movies or we go to the dinner or whatever. Yeah, she, my, my, my girl's seven and a half, damn near eight. You know, so we on the same level. If some men who were there's a five, you know, that, hey, if if I don't get rich or if I don't, if I'm a, if I'm not out here some kind of superstar balling, I'm probably going to have me a five female. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, because of ta- because things are out of order, you have six and a half women telling the six and a half men, you're not good enough for me. And it's like, how? Like, if we look <laughs> in the mirror, me and you were kind of in the same lane. But the overconfidence from social media and from simps have now told six and a half women that they're tens. So yes. that's why things are out of order. And that's why I'm like, if we don't, if we don't change it, because men control the market. If the men don't, if the men don't control the market, by the time my son is is, is looking for a woman, it's, it's gonna be terrible. Because now you're gonna have twos and threes telling you that they deserve, that, that, that they deserve tens. And it's like, wait a minute. Now, you sure? <laughs> b- black is the street. <laughs> why, are you why? sure? Yeah, <laughs> you out here looking like a uh, a uh, 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 a female version of Danny DeVito, talking about you, talking about you deserve the Rock. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where this shit is heading, bro. If, if men don't control the market, so that's the long version of how Mappa came to be. My son, I was dealing with my son, and I was just trying to. Talk to men. It was it's really a male. Uh, Map Mapa One is really a male album. It was really for men. Yeah. Um, and Mappa Two is kind of like that, but I, I do have a few more. I do have a couple female songs, but it is still I'm still talking to the men on Mappa Two. So we all we got basically is a compilation. It's like okay, you know I'm from, I'm from the Bay Area, you know. So compilations that's pretty where they started. So I was like, you know, plus I got I got my notoriety off off Dan's the nickel, which was pretty much a compilation. So I was like, well let me let me give back, you know, since the nickel I've met some people and me and them talk and like they might play a part in this. So I was like, you know, I don't I don't have the biggest platform, but I have a platform now. So I was like, let me do my part and try to give back and 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 <clears throat> maybe create the next Joe Fresco where somebody hears them on one of my projects and like, yo, like we, we rocking with this this cat, so I just hit up all my players like, "Yo, I'm putting out a compilation. Either give me a song, or I have some beats and I can get you on a beat." And, um, and yeah, that's that's how that came about. So that has got some good reviews too. We're already working on part two. I got some bigger names for part two, so yeah, everything's just everything's just going up. Everything's just going up.
0: Okay. All right. That's what's up, man. Hey, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that message, man. You need to make. Need to make the men macho again, cause these guys now, man, I don't know what's wrong with them. They, they, we, we supposed to be, we supposed to be big dolls, but they, they acting like chihuahuas, man. I don't understand. <clears throat> well,
1: a lot of it has to do, like I said, um right now, a lot of our men are coming from several households, being raised by by women. For one, and for two, it's like, it's like white supremacy. Like they're not gonna give that up without a fight. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like like it's to the point where damn near white people would, would burn this earth to the ground before they lose before they lose their supremacy. And in our community, I feel black women have now they've adopted that mentality. It's like we're finally, you know, on top, we we control the narrative. In the black community, and they're on code. <clears throat> I tell my friends all the time, we can learn a lot from the sisterhood. Because if you ask, if you got ten ten women, ten random women, and you ask them what they're looking for, I guarantee you, the majority of them are gonna say he has to be six foot, six figures, preferably over six inches, <laughs> with a six pack.
0: They may, the majority they, of them are gonna say, say that. fairy tale. It's like fairy tale. Fairy tale wishes, man. You can't Yeah, find, you can't find a regular nigga like that.
1: that. Man, but they're but but I'm pretty sure you've heard that the sixes they, they're they're and they're on code with that shit. It's like they, they've all gotten some kind of big ass million 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 woman march, and they've all told each other this is what we're gonna demand. Six figures, six inches, six pack, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> six foot. And so and they're on code with it. They're, they're, not, they're not breaking that shit for nothing. So fine. If that's what you want, fine. But men, men, if we got on code and said, fine, you can have that. In return, we want you to be friendly. We want you to be fit. We want you to be feminine. And we're not backing down off that. I guarantee you the ball will swing back in our court. But I don't think it will ever happen because you got too many niggas that think what they dig. And will take any piece of pussy they can get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: you, 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 you have men who 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 are male feminists where they, they feel that you know the the woman should be lead. And it's just everything's out of order. But if men, if we if we ever got on code, if we ever got on code and said, okay, fine, that's what y'all demanded for men, this is what we demand from women, I guarantee the ball will be back in our court.
0: It's just a matter of if we're gonna do it. Exactly. Exactly. I feel you on that, man. Yep, so um what's next for what's next for Joe Fresco in, in the upcoming years? I know you're talking about um like your next projects. Is there any is there any anything else you planning on uh accomplishing after that? I would love to do an independent movie, a comedy. Hey, and uh, I, 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 I can see that because you, you're really a funny dude, and yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I got a couple people in mind. I, I want, um, I, I, got a part for Ha Ha Davis. I got a part for what's that nigga? Uh, he was one of the, he's one of the big Instagram superstars. Uh, he's got a big kind of a fat dude, fat boy or fat.
0: Oh yeah, boy. Fat Boy. Yeah,
1: I got a part for Fat Boy in there. Um, I got a part for Haha ha Davis. I got a part for a couple. Like I like I would use mostly the the Instagram people who are kind of popping on Instagram.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I, I got I got a movie. It's about, um, it's, about, um, it's about a it's about a it's about a it's about a guy losing weight, <clears throat> and um, most of it takes place in the gym. And so, like, that's why I would have, like, Fat Boy. I would have that nigga that's hella swole that'd be fucking with Fat Boy and other people. He'd be, like, knocking people's food out their fucking hand. Like, he's hella swole. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? He's hella, swole. like, he's dark and he's swollen the motherfucker. Yeah, he'd he be, not, he, like, he be going so around knocking.
0: He's so, he's so swole. He swears from side to side when he walk. I know what you're talking
1: about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got part park that nigga. Like, it's, it's I've, I've been writing it. And so, like, when I get my money where it needs to be, I'm going to invest in that and um, try to see if I can film it. And um, probably with the next, I would say, the next couple of years. Um, it's funny. It's funny. And um, do you know who the Hodge twins are? Um,
0: They're two nice
1: little twins. Yeah. It, it, it would kind of be starring me and
0: them because they would be my trainers. Okay. And, um, okay. I see. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a that's a personal passion of mine is to, is, is to do a comedy. And by the grace of God, hopefully my name is big enough because I, I want Shannon Sharp to be in it too. Like, like Shannon Sharp, he's going to play my uncle. <laughs> oh man, you gotta have the one with the do
0: rag. You, you, yeah. you got, the, you got, you yes. got that. Yeah. Be the one with the do rag, the black and brown.
1: Yeah. With, with with all that miles and that dog, miles with the gap. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I had it in my head. I've been jotting down, like, little funny things. Like, you know, of course, like, as I get more serious about it, I'll, I'll probably reach out to, to um some other kind of actors who could help me, like, write to actually, like, write it, like, like as a screenplay or whatever, or whatever the name of it's called, The Treatment, or, or whatnot. And so that's a personal personal passion of mine I would like to see come to fruition for the next couple of years. Um, and I want to do, I want to do a big festival. Like, hopefully, I, my name gets big, or the next year or two, I could do Coachella. I don't have to do the headline or no shit like that, but I would just love to, like, say yo no, like, I perform at Rolling Loud. I perform at Coachella, or you know, one of these big festivals. I would love that's that's like a, a personal goal for mine. So hopefully, hopefully with of Two and we all we got to, and me and Danza got cut in. Hopefully, um, they feel we're, you know okay. We're, we're, we're ready to perform in front of a, you know a few thousand people. So that was, that's my goal. I got a movie I'm working on. Um, which hopefully in the next five years I can make that happen and over the next one year <clears throat> excuse me one or two years, hopefully I can perform
0: at a, at a pretty big festival. okay, all right all right well that seems to be about that seems to be about it bro. Um, before you go, why don't you plug in all your uh, social media letting people know where they can uh, hit you up at?
1: Um, you can hit me on Instagram. Uh, Jiggy Joe Fresco J-I-G-G-Y J-O-E-F-R-E-S-C-O um, That's pretty much the only place I'd be at. I have a Twitter but I haven't, I haven't used it in years. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't have a Snap. I pretty much just use the Gram. Um, I know I need to start getting more people to my Facebook fan page. Like, I, don't, I don't even really use Facebook. I just use the Gram. I, I, I pretty much try to stay out of the way. But uh, that's where I'm at most of the time. You want to catch me on the Gram. And I, and I usually respond, you know, to people's DMs and stuff. I'm not snobby or nothing like that. Um, so, yeah, definitely hit me up. Please check out my, please check out my, my projects right now. you you go to Spotify or iTunes and just type in Joe Fresco, um, I should pop up. I have a few albums on there. Um, yeah, you know, any, any help, any support is appreciated. And I, I definitely want to thank you for having me on the podcast
0: We've been talking about for a while, but we get a chance to knock it out. No problem, man. You know, it's um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, and and I wish you uh so many so many uh, accomplishments, achievements in the near future. And um, uh, you know, don't let this be your last time. You're always welcome on the show. So, um.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, think, well, I think when MAPA drops, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm projecting the first quarter, so we're between January and March 2023, I think we should do it again.
0: Okay, all right. Well, you, you know what hit me up at, so I'm always a phone call away, so, you know, don't, don't hesitate. And um I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And as always, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iTunes Desktop, and um, um, Joe Fresco, I want to thank you for coming in, so, um, stopping by, and we out. Thank you. Peace.